In Jharkhand, like many other states in India, killing bovine animals is a crime. Transporting bovine animals for killing is a crime. Selling the flesh of bovine animals which have been killed in Jharkhand is a crime. But is it also a crime to just talk about eating the meat of bovine animals, that is, beef? That's the absurd and frankly alarming question at play in the arrest of Jitrai Hunsta, a lecturer at the Government School and College for Women, Sakshi Jamshedpur, who hails from a tribal community. Hunsta has been arrested and remanded to judicial custody in connection with the criminal case against him for putting up a Facebook post on 29th May 2017 in which he argued that eating beef was part of Adivasi culture, that laws against cow slaughter are an imposition of Hindu values on them and that legislators should stop making such laws. If you're confused how saying something like this could break the law, don't worry, that is absolutely the correct reaction to have to this farcical travesty of justice. The Quint has accessed the FIR against Hunstar, which was registered on 2nd June 2017, under the following sections of the Indian Penal Code. Section 153A, 1A, promoting disharmony or feelings of enmity, hatred or ill will between different communities by words on the basis of religion, caste, etc. Section 295A, insulting or attempting to insult the religion or religious beliefs of any class of citizens of India with deliberate and malicious intention to outrage their religious feelings. Section 5052, making a statement containing rumour or alarming news with said intent to create or promote feelings of enmity, hatred or ill will between different communities by words on the basis of religion, caste, etc. That probably hasn't helped clear the confusion and rightly so. These provisions of law are meant to deal with incitement of communal tensions and insults against the faith of a religious community. Hanstar's post does neither of these two things as it is making a limited point about Adivasi customs regarding beef. Given he at no point says Hindu tradition also involves eating beasts, for which there is scholarly support by the way, how this can amount to an insult to the religious feelings of the Hindu community is a mystery. Equally mysterious is how this can be treated as promoting feelings of enmity or ill will. If that is the case, talking about the evils of the caste system and how it was imposed by upper caste Hindus would also amount to hate speech. The only thing which could have made his post stray into legally dubious territory were if he were making a manifestly untrue statement, if in fact it were a complete falsehood that any Adivasi communities eat beef. However, this is certainly not the case as Adivasi leaders like Manish Kunjam have made the same claims, as have scholars like Professor D.N. Jha. But if his statement doesn't actually break the law, why is he in the dock? Before anyone tries to argue that this is just something which has been misguidedly filed and will go away without any actual consequences, Jamshedpur City SP Prabhat Kumar confirmed to the Quint that the investigation has been completed and a charge sheet filed with the court and that the court has accepted the charge sheet. This means that Hanstar will have to face trial for his two-year-old Facebook post. Coming back to the question about why this is happening, you cannot but have doubts about the bona fides of it all. First off, the complaint uh, which formed the basis of the FIR was not made by either Hanstar's university or its students or any member of the general public. The complainant instead was Anil Kumar Singh, who was the officer in charge of the Sakshi police station at the time. Interestingly, Hanstar had put up another Facebook post on 1st June 2017, which was relatively more provocative as it talked about having a beef party. This statement had been condemned by students affiliated to the ABVP and other right-wing organizations, and demands were made to them by, uh, made by them to the university to sack the professor, according to the Hindustan Times. However, that post is not part of the FIR. So what necessitated the FIR about the other post in the first place? 
Secondly, we know that the fundamental right to freedom of speech is often ignored in this country, but surely the argument made by Hansa falls within the bounds of what even staunch Hindus would consider reasonable. Or can one no longer even voice opposition to orthodox upper caste Hindu practices, no matter how reasonable or fact-based? Hansa was entitled to hold the opinion he did about cow slaughter laws and was entitled to express it, especially in the manner he did. There is no way in which Article 19.2 of the Constitution, which allows reasonable restrictions on free speech, can be invoked in this instance. Note that we're talking about right now is not about his arrest, it's about a case being registered against him at all. The blame for that rests with the police, of course, as well as the magistrate who accepted the charge sheet. In case after case like this, we've seen the local authorities take the path of least resistance and leave innocent citizens out to dry without appreciating the law they are supposed to be upholding. Sure, there is more to this than just the individual actions of the police and the judge in question. Cow slaughter became an important cultural battleground for the BGP government during its previous tenure, with an increased focus on hyping up and enforcing existing and new cattle slaughter rules, which in turn fed into the need, uh, and I say that in quotes, for cow protection that emboldened vigilante gaurakshaks to wreak havoc across the country. In such a climate, no doubt the police and the courts find themselves under pressure to actually file cases about such things and take them to trial. But even with all that baggage, this is a particularly egregious case because it shuts down the mere discussion of whether we need cow slaughter laws in India, let alone any alleged violation of those laws, and is a direct action of the state machinery to chill free speech. Surely this is a position that will not only be taken by uh, liberals and the amorphous left, but also all those who argued against the arrest of defence commentator Abhijitayar Mitra and of BJY and West Bengal leader Priyanka Sharma. On top of all of this, we also have the fact that Hanstar's arrest was possibly effected on illegal grounds. According to SP Prabhat Kumar, he was arrested because he had been proclaimed as an absconder and the court had issued process against him under sections 82 and 83 of the Code of Criminal Procedure. These provisions deal with the proclamation of a person as an absconder and how their property can then be attached after such a proclamation. The Indian Express were also told by police officials that Hanstar had been arrested now because he was absconding since the filing of the charge sheet. But is this even true? Hanstar's lawyer denies it and says that the professor had been active in the community and was not hiding. Of course, you might doubt what he has to say, but what about the Jharkhand High Court? On 3rd October 2018, Justice Rangar Mukhopadhyay quashed two orders by the Chief Judicial Magistrate Jamshedpur from January 2018, in which Hanstar had been declared an absconder by the court and the process for a non-bearable warrant initiated. According to the High Court, there was nothing to show that Hanstar was evading arrest, since the police had failed to even explain what efforts had been taken by the investigating officer to apprehend him. All that was mentioned before the court was that Hanstar hadn't surrendered. The Quint asked SP Prabhakumar whether a fresh court order had been passed after the High Court decision declaring him to be an absconder, but Kumar refused to answer the question. He would not say what the date of the court order was, which had been relied on for the arrest either. If no new court order was passed, then the basis for arresting Hanstar cannot be that he had been proclaimed an offender by the courts, which means the prosecution and police will either have to change their story or pretend they never argued this in the first place. Either which way, the registration of a complaint, the filing and acceptance of a charge sheet, and now the arrest of Jitrai Hansta are all legally suspect. And to be honest, terrifying because of what they imply for all of us and our freedom of speech. We can only hope that this complete travesty of injustice is rejected by the courts at trial or at the time of a quashing petition or appeal to the High Court.